Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is your favorite pop culture thing about the 1990s? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, why are we asking this question? Because I keep seeing this story show up in my feed about the Lisa Frank Hotel Room. Um where all your favorite 90s nostalgia as a middle-aged, middle-aged, a middle school girl can be redeemed and relived. Um, it's it's from Hotels.com, so and it's crazy. the Lisa Frank flat. And for $199 per night from October 11th, that's today, through the 27th, you can dust off your trapper keeper, have a slumber party with your gal pals, and live out your 90s dreams in this um, L.A.-based location for, like I said, $1.99 per night. And it literally looks like Lisa Frank threw up. It does. Um, I mean, it, like everything from the toilet <laughs> to the shower. There's a dolphin holding the toilet paper roll. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of awesome. I actually love this kind of stuff. We can talk more about this um, at some point. But it just got me thinking about the 90s. Like, what are it? Because I feel like we're entering this territory now where the 90s is as nostalgic as, say, the 80s was. Yeah. And the 80s still, of course. And, you know, when we were growing up, the 60s were very nostalgic. Yes. Because our parents, of course, were reliving their childhoods or people of their that uh, particular era the 90s are almost 30 years ago yeah okay that i was not needing exactly information the 90s is the last decade that i you know distinctly remember growing up through and like having a sense of and also feeling like i hope this decade never comes back yes that said i am finding myself in territory where i come across things of the 90s um, and find myself feeling nostalgic for it. And for me, it's mostly been music uh-huh. because that's, you know, the music of your youth. I mean, that music like hits all of like all of the centers of your brain in a way that other things don't. And I have an awareness of 80s music and certainly 70s music um, and, a, a, a you know, a great appreciation for all of the above and the 80s more so probably but the 90s in particular was like you know a coming of age that that was my coming of age music yeah. like my teen music and so now i'm starting to listen to it thinking like because i used you know how you reject things mm-hmm. so i rejected all that like god that was crap and god that was gross and why did we wear those carpenter jeans and why um did we you know worry about x y and z but now I'm at such a place where I'm like, oh, my God, I remember this. And I remember being in that thing. And oh, yeah. remember how we used to do the th- thing with the thing. So I feel like the 90s is just sort of of the moment. Now. I'll tell you what's super trippy is like my daughter, it, you know, there she's starting to get into like the 90s fashion, which is, is coming so back. crazy. So she bought this dress the other day. She's nine years old. She bought this dress at Target um, that she was wearing. And I literally looked at her and I was like. Did they reopen Contempo Casuals? 
Because she looked like, and she was like, I need to get a choker to go with this. And I was like, oh my gosh. Chokers were me. peak 90s. Yes. Yes. It was crazy. But she, th- that is what she's gravitating toward. Like very naturally. Did so you, it really is back. I don't know what kind of teen you were. Um, were you like, did you wear Doc Martens? I did. I feel like Holly, you had to have worn Doc Martens at some point. Yeah, but they were the brown kind. Because oh. in the late 90s, early 2000s, there was this preppy resurgence of Doc Martens. Yep. And they were the brown ones. Yeah. See, we had yeah. the black ones and I, I had black, black boots. Ones. And I actually, my favorite oh, Doc Martens were like burgundy red. I wanted those. Yeah. I had the black ones. And what I wanted was burgundy red boots. And you know what? Those have come back. Yeah. Like in a big way. Do you remember Tamagotchis? Oh, totally. I rem- Are those, those were the ones that were like the the little, like, handheld video game style things yeah. like in an echo okay so and you an had to shape. like feed them and so i had i used to, i taught dance in the late 90s yeah and i had to have a rule in my class that my dancers could not check their tamagotchis during the dance so class. for those of you who have no idea what a tamagotchi is it was literally this little egg that you carried around and you had to feed your tamagotchi animal and if you fed it and took care of it by pressing buttons, basically you were just, you know, a prisoner to this this device. If you did the things correctly over time, your little digital animal would grow and grow and grow on the screen. Yep. Um, and it, you would carry it like on a keychain uh-huh. or Yes. And yeah. I had to I had to have a rule about it in my dance class. They would like pay Pogs. too much attention to it. Pogs oh, were a thing. Yes. That was weird. I mean, that was a weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to accurately play Pogs. I just like to collect them. A lot of people collected them like Pokemon cards. Yeah, especially if they had eight balls on them or some sort of flame motif. So funny. (laughs) Now, 651-641-1071. We're getting all 90s nostalgic. What was your favorite piece of pop culture from the 90s? I mean, movies, like, where where do you even begin? You could go down all sorts of, you know, rabbit holes from the 90s. But I, I honestly feel like we're going to see more and more of this. I mean, we've started to see it, of course, with things like Saved by the Bell, 90210, um, coming back, Dawson's Creek. Did that come back? No, that didn't no, come but back. Friends. I friends. mean, just in terms of, like, the resurgence of interest in the TV show Friends. The other day, I was at confirmation. I teach confirmation, those 7th, 8th, and ninth graders. One of them was wearing the classic, I think I had this shirt, black Friends shirt with the Friends logo on it. And I was like, girl, well, and now you, you don't see, even know. Anytime I see now, like, um, you know, guys wearing like flannel with like the jeans. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it essentially just looks very grunge. Yes. Redux. Yes. Okay. I do have to say this, though, about about Friends or the TV shows of the time. Uh, do am I alone in having this response? So like the young people are totally into friends, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a novelty to them. And I feel like I want to be like, but you guys don't really like you don't even understand what that meant to us. Oh yeah. Like I feel like I want to intervene and just be like, you guys get to watch them all in in a row. Yeah. And then stop when you're done. We had to wait every single like we could only watch it once a week and you would actually get together with your friends to watch friends it was appointment viewing here's the thing that you want to impart on young people today when they're appreciating all things 90s and we did this with the 80s by the way so we're now so old that we've lived living we've lived we've lived through some of these before with the 80s i found it very like everybody like it becomes like this clean Disney version of what people think the 80s were. Uh-huh. Everybody's wearing neon. 
and big hair. And like, yes, all of those things were there, but it's not like we moved through time and space and there was like neon everywhere. Right. Or there was like, it wasn't that and it wasn't clean. You know how it just looks very clean and very like virginal. Yep. Um, I think we run into that all the time and I don't know what my point was. What were we talking about? (laughs) You're saying we're getting to that point with the 90s. Oh yeah, we're getting that point uh, at the 90s where you want to give them context. So um, people, young people today don't have a sense of like where they were when and they do for different things. But for us, for TV purposes, you have to remember like I know when Golden Girls was on and I have a very distinct memory of watching the Golden Girls at that time of day on that particular night or go back to the 80s when Dallas was on and Falcon Crest or, you know, like they don't I don't think have that experience anymore. Right. Which is why you want to intervene in those yes. moments and be like, but we were all doing that on Friday night or on yes. Saturday night. I try to explain to my kids like who who have started to watch friends like you don't understand every Thursday night I had like friend dates with the same friends where we set aside time you would show up at whoever's house was hosting the friends watching and I had one friend in particular every single Thursday night we watched friends together on a couch. I mean, I guess my kids don't do that. They don't invite. They don't watch TV. They're with not friends. watching NCIS. No. On CBS. <laughs> no. Those kids don't understand. We used to just have to watch pictures yes. on the screen. There was no sound. <laughs> hey, look, you know what else they don't appreciate is when you had to get off of your fanny and change the channel oh, with your fingers. Trust the tantrums that my children throw when they can't find the remote control. And I'm like, you do not know how good you have it. Yeah. Also, if you put it back in the same place, it'll be there when you go back to find it. Yeah, That's we have a, a different caddy. hill I have to climb at home. We do too. You got to always put it back in the caddy. I don't. Believe me. I get in trouble. I know this because I bought the caddy. Yeah. I tell everybody they can't find it. I mean, whatever. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, enough of that. Uh, oh, man, we got to talk about the Property Brothers. So obvious. It's so obvious. We'll talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, uh, we got to talk about the Property Brothers on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer, when it comes hey, to, the, to the Property Brothers. It's so obvious. So obvious. <laughs> Uh, why are we talking about the Property Brothers? Your mom. No, because, you know, they've been very popular lately, these brothers. For a couple of reasons. For a couple of reasons. Yes. One, because one of them's in a relationship. The other one is uh, in a relationship, too. But the <laughs> one that's in a relationship that most people are paying attention to is the one who's in a relationship with Zoe Deschanel. Yes. That was big news. They showed up at Dancing with Stars. Ooh, look, celebrity relationship. There's a blind item about that. Put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. The reason we're talking about them today is they were on uh, Kelly Clarkson's new talk show. Uh huh. And coming off the success, the heels of the success of a very Brady. Brady. I'll start again. Yep. Coming off the success yep. of a very Brady renovation. Yes. Which they were a part of. Correct. Uh, where that wherein they helped renovate the Brady Bunch home. Yep. Wow. That was a lot of words. It's a lot of big stuff. I'm sorry about that. Um, People are paying attention to that. <laughs> I mean, that's basically uh, why. That's yeah. basically why. Uh-huh. They're. Yeah. So Drew no, and they Jonathan, were highly involved in the yeah. renovation of the Brady Bunch house. 
And um, so they were talking about that. And then they said on Kelly Clarkson, the thing that got my attention, quote, so we're thinking next, the Golden Girls house, to which the audience erupted, obviously. So So obvious. And that's exactly what I would do. I'd be a screaming, you know, boob in the audience. Because who wouldn't want the Golden Girls house to be renovated? There's only one problem with that. That was just hyperbole because you can't renovate the Golden Girls house because it's actually owned by somebody and it's not for sale. So nice try. Don't get my hopes up. But that is so like, that is so, um, how do I even... That is so burgeoning celebrity to say, right? Like, to be like, yeah, next we're going to get the Golden Girls house. Like, they think, like, they can just go, hi, yeah, we're the Property Brothers. You know us. We'd like to buy this house so that we can renovate it. Yeah. And that the people would willingly give it up. Right. There's also another problem with that. The there, There are actually two houses that qualify, were two houses that qualified as the Golden Girls house. Insofar as there were two homes used for the exterior shots on that show. Mm-hmm. And one was on a former Disney lot. And right? it was just a facade. Yeah, it was just the facade because yeah. it was like, what was it part of? Like studio? It used to be at MGM Studios, which then became Hollywood Studios. But it was on their back lot. And if you went, um, if you went on their back lot tram tour, you could drive right by it. Yeah. But then you'd drive around the back of it and you'd realize, oh, no, it was just the front of a house. The main uh, house that still exists, though, is actually in Los Angeles at 245 North Saltair Avenue. It is not on the market. Have you made a pilgrimage there? You know, no. And I don't know why we didn't. I don't really When I was in L.A., um, I've been to Liberace's house in... Did you stop for dinner? Lost Wages. I did, actually. <laughs> Hi. No, it was under renovation, actually, because I think it had just been bought. Um, however, the other problem with that house is that the internal and the external, that is the studio shots, are the layout of that house is really weird on set, mm-hmm. such that I don't think it would be possible to recreate that house as it was on the show internally without maybe totally bulldozing everything but the exterior of the front so that's essentially by the way what they did with the brady house too yeah. because like, they couldn't do the inside without disturbing because there wasn't a second story to this house yeah. and so they couldn't make a second story without disturbing the roof line yeah so they literally had to blow off the back of the house yeah. and dig down so that they could make a two-story house that would accommodate the the exterior. The only problem with what I think, because they could do that with this house. Certainly, you could just save the front facade just like they had at the... Um, Brady house? The, the No, the um, oh. Disney version of yep. this, right? They had the facade, and then you could just build anything on the back. The problem is the layout is wonky. The way it was filmed in the show, it never really made sense. Like where the bedrooms were that you never saw. Right. I don't think they could actually exist in time and space that way. Regardless. Right. It's not happening. Right. Most importantly, this interview with the Property Brothers was delightful because they were like so excited about the Golden Girls house and one of them wants to play Blanche. To which I would just like to remind you there might be a blind item about one of them. That is the one who is currently hanging out with Zoe Deschanel, mm-hmm. might actually be 
on a team that I have played with before. And are currently, currently yeah. uh, an all-star. Still an all-star. Yeah. Perhaps. Hall of Famer. Yeah. No big deal. I think what you're saying is... Yeah. They're, you can do math. They're in... They might be in a closet I at mean, the at the uh, at the Golden Girls house. Yeah, I I want to affirm everyone's ability to appreciate the Golden Girls for all that it's worth. But at the point that you want to play Blanche in a mm-hmm. remake, oh, because that was the other part. Kelly Clarkson was like, I think we need to do a remake of Golden Girls, and I was like, Girl, calm. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Not doing I agree that. with you. Leave it where it is. Yeah. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. And we're going to tell you all about them when we come back on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we call those dumb people doing dumb things crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. Oh, sorry. That was I guess one could say great. that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid uh, It sure does. You know why? Well, here's the thing. The world is full of dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy stupid idiots, we call them. Oftentimes, repeatedly, in the state of... Florida. 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 Oh, Holly. Holly. For Thanks for that spice. Um, all right. I'd like to... Uh, take us to New Jersey. I, this is going to be a disturbing one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why you picked this one. Fine, I'll frankly, do a different one because no, that's... you can do it. I just think you need to be real. Oh, I'm going to be real careful. Because um, I hate sad stories. Uh, I know, and so we're. <laughs> I know, oh, but I know, no, but it's not. That, I mean, it's just it's awkward and disturbing and disturbing. Thirty-one uh, year old Richard Decker from um, Vernon, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, started contacting local farms late last year um, with a request. Yeah. And his request had to do with the amorous feelings that he was having toward farm animals. Oh, God. Which appalled the farmers. Of course. For good reason. And also should be appalling you right now. Now, the farmers were like, yeah, okay, so no, that's no. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, no, please don't. And he kept on he kept on contacting the farms, asking them if he could uh, spend time with the animals. And the farmers were like, no, absolutely not. Finally, he got so angry about it. So that alone makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Right. Just even the fact that he made this request in the first place. However, however. He really but got. Wait, there's more. But wait, there's actually more, and this part's not disturbing. It's just stupid. Um, he was mad. He was angry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess because he couldn't get his way. Yeah. And Don't so, have a cow, man. <laughs> exactly. So he found those farmers farms. <laughs> he was hoping for a cowabunga bunga party. Okay, that was cute. He slashed the tires by putting homemade metal spikes in the driveways. 
of all of these farms that had said no to him. Um, um, but those farmers were able to do some math, and uh, it took the authorities a little while, but they finally connected the dots. Well, yeah. How long did it take these yokels to figure out, like, hey, maybe the, does anybody uh, not like you? Uh, maybe, maybe it's the, the guy, guy who, who wanted to sleep with my animals. Yeah. Um, he's facing 22 charges, including, but not limited to, um, you know, his feelings about the animals. Wait. I'm not going to say some stuff. What? Was it just the feelings, I hope? Well, it or didn't happen. Acted no, on it didn't happen. But you get arrested for having feelings? Uh, apparently, it's a... Okay, let me actually I mean, read the actual charge. I'm just curious Attempting how that works. to initiate conduct with the animals. Wow. Yeah, we're just not even going to get into that. Okay. Threatening possession of a destructive device and harassment. So he had a bunch of different counts on him. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. All right. So... He totally and completely outed himself, though, by, you know, leaving those metal spikes and... Well, I mean, yeah. Don't do that. Anyway. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. It could have been a lot worse. And the reason I shared it with you... A horse of course, of course. Unless, of course, that horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Thank you, Bradley, for your animal-related poetry. Yeah. Do you know who I feel bad for? The animals? Mr. Ed? No, Francis oh. the talking mule. Oh, yeah, man. He got the short end of the stick. I mean, why do we feel bad for him? Well, because everybody remembers Mr. Ed. They don't remember Francis the talking oh. mule. I guess I never actually watched Mr. Ed. I thought it was the dumbest show. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. Did I offend you? With the that? talking horse? With Alan Young. Wilbur. I just thought it was such a dumb show. Because I didn't buy it for a second. I knew that horse couldn't talk. Okay. Let us remember also. Yeah, cartoons. Did you watch cartoons? Yeah, yeah, but those were cartoons. I they were trying to be fake. Oh, do oh, you think uh, Mr. Ed was trying to like it's cinema verite? I'm talking about as a child. As a child, how dare they like, play that off as genuine? When I was a kid. I was like, I know Be that horse Witched? can't talk. I mean, I dream of genie. Okay, you guys, listen. Do not try to poke holes in my kid logic. Okay, flipper. No, I hated that show, too. Lassie? I also hated Lassie. Also oh. makes you wonder what was going on in the 50s and 60s that everybody was willing Looking to Looking to the animals that, for things. That dolphins and dogs could talk. Right. They were in denial about a lot of things in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, we need to go to Grandma's house. Okay. Over the river and through the woods? Over the river and through the woods to Tennessee, we're going to go. And I want to take you to the grandma uh, of one Jared Otte, or Ote. Let's just call him Mr. Otte. So Jared Otte, he's 19 years old. He's from Memphis, Tennessee. And he did something recently that involved his grandmama that earned him crazy, stupid Indian ladies. Okay. Was it anything like the story I just told you? Mm, no. Okay. But we're in the neighborhood of So he didn't have feelings for his grandmother. Well, at first I was concerned because when I read the headline, and I don't want to read it to you because it'll give it away right away, okay. but um, we'll get there. So I want to tell you, he entered his 63-year-old grandmother's home. Okay, thank you. In late August. Uh-huh. Did he steal her skivvies? He goes, no. He goes, Granny! Give me your cash. I think what you said was give me your cash. Yeah, that's what they say in Memphis. Okay. Granny, 
give me your cash. And Granny was like, I ain't giving you no cash. You gonna steal it and take it somewhere and spend it. And so um, he did not like that answer. Mm-hmm. Apparently this has happened before. And Jared, <laughs> like when I get to tell stories like I'm drunk. <laughs> and, um, then he uh, decided that he would take over uh, and actually get the money that he wanted from his grandma. It's not a very thoughtful thing to do. If Granny refuses you, you don't keep pushing. Mm-hmm. But he kept pushing. Mm-hmm. Literally pushed Granny onto the bed, Ooh. held her down, and apparently knew where Granny kept her money. Uh-oh. Do you know where Granny kept her money? In her bra. In her undergarments. Mm-hmm. Uh, in her underpaints. And so he held okay. her down. I am sorry. Bury the lead. No, he was. Granny keeps her money in her undies? In her panties. So he reached into Where? Granny's panties. Because there's a lot. I don't know, but he knew. Wop, wop, wop. Oh, okay. That's the sound. I'm, I'm just wop, imagining wop, wop. Granny. Like, they oh. go have a nice dinner at the local Applebee's, and it's her. She's like, I'll take the check, and then has to dig into her undies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, people do it with their bras all I the time. I suppose, but I. Let I me don't just know. grab a few bucks for. Hold on a second. Can I have money for the movies, Grandma? <laughs> okay. Let me get it out of my crotch. <laughs> Never mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he Oof. grabbed down Grammy's drawers and got his money. And then, you know, you know what? This is the most galling thing about this behavior. Do you know what the most galling thing about this behavior is? That her grandson was digging in her underwear <laughs> yes. for, for but money? But not only that, $10. Oh, that's, that's yeah. That's all that's, he got. Was so, it loose change? Okay. <laughs> Holly Roberts. I mean, I think that you actually have a Gives good point. Gives a whole new where meaning. Where do you put? Where do you put the change? Gives a whole new meaning to coin purse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Purse. I see what you're doing. <laughs> so anyway, hope she doesn't carry her butterscotch. Oh! <laughs> Don't ask Granny for a, a no. butterscotch disc. No. <laughs> okay. So anyway, ten dollars is all he walked away with, and now, and now. He's going to jail on felony uh, bur- uh, robbery charge because that's robbery of the person, not burgling a home. He was uh, released on a $10,000 bond. So can you imagine? Can I just also say I'm looking at his mugshot and the look He's of like, shame oh. on his face is appropriate. Yeah, it's totally appropriate. Like, I just get the feeling he be- the mugshot he taker beat a- was like, you dug in your grandma's drawers. <laughs> the drawers. And he was like, you're right. He beat up his grandmother and fondled her drawers, all for $10. And he has to live with himself. And I something tells me Christmas is going to be a little weird this year. Yeah, it's going to be awkward. At the Adi home. So... Well, also, don't, don't carry money in your drawers. Well, that's... I mean, now, listen. I really... It's best to not think about that when you're handling your own money. Whose draws have they been in? Money goes you know what? gross places. I want to tell you something. Do you? I like to take all of my money. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you kind of had like an evil streak, you might just put rub your money places. No. And then put it back in your wallet. No, you don't need to do that because I you can bet it's already been in other people's places. Really? Do you think? Okay, we heard a story just two days ago, I believe. 
about a oh, woman who true. had six thousand dollars in, in nature's her, pocket. Hootily do. Hootily do. <laughs> don't. So exactly. Um, oh. I know where most one dollar bills end up. In a butt crack. Mm-hmm. In the g-string. All I'm saying is, it's. I'm sorry for anybody who's handling cash wash right now. Their money. Or no. like sanitize it? Oh my well, god! It's not no. called money laundering for nothing. I mean, <laughs> no, I do not it's think cute. they care about cleaning the cash. It's nasty. Wow. Listen, that is a dateline I want to watch. Yes, I want to get that black light. And do- <laughs> I mean, you bring it. You already have one because you're bringing it to the hotel. I hotels. think it's the brown light, honey. Okay. I'm just gonna. <laughs> you're sick. You're gross. You know what? We could do this on our own. We should Let's actually do it because I do really our own I bet expose. there's so much nasty on. Do you know what would be cool? Can because can, can't don't they have like laboratories that we can like send things away to to like test the okay, amount? Okay, somebody of- just came up with the scam of a lifetime. Send your money to my laboratory, and I'll tell you <laughs> if it's got nasties on it. They keep in your money. No, but for real though, don't they got real laboratories? We'll, we'll send you back a slip of paper exactly. that lets you know exactly. whether or not your money it only it on only it. costs do however think, much you're giving me. Oh my god, do you think that's where all those segments came from? Like ABC News, they're like sending it away, and they're like, "Yep, fecal matter." <laughs> yep. Fecal matter, and that's why we have all those dumb stories about probably like, your airline tray has doo doo particles. <laughs> It's all a scam. (laughs) (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little throwback live Friday edition on my talk. One Oh seven one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.